I've had a lot going on personally for me the last year, but specifically since our last episode, and it has been difficult to to do our our pods, and I, I miss them. I miss sitting down and talking to you just one on one and getting our dad and son time, and I miss you know getting to know guests and really kind of pushing that that limit of who we can interview and how deep we can get and the stories we're able to share. So I'm now making a concerted effort that, yeah, whether or not we have a guest or not, we will continue to have our podcast together because whether or not we got a guest, we could still get it going. everyone hello max we're back uh podcasting it's 2023 january 15th 14th i'm not sure that exact date but we are back we're in a different studio yep youtube audience as you can see we are in my living room you could also see the kitchen you know apologies if this is a bit you know too much but we're comfortable our worldwide audience may be uh, looking at your background, trying to figure out what your tastes are, and because they've been, we've been broadcasting from my office, right? Yeah. So they've seen my aesthetic. Now they're going to get to see a little bit. Of it's yours. a limited view. You see the upper half of the couch, and you know one piece of art. So don't be, don't be judging at all on this picture. But we're back, Dad. We are back, and we were trying to figure out when we were last uh, on the uh, last podcasting. It was it was Chris Hagar, great episode, but I mean it had to have been I want to say six months ago, give or take. Yeah, it was during the few. MLS season, right? Kind of in the middle, uh, early part of the MLS season. So that's probably late summer, maybe. Yeah, it was long story short, it was a while ago, and it's been a minute, as you guys like to say, your Jen. It's been a minute, and you know I think this is overdue for a lot of reasons. I think part of our podcasting, whether or not we had a guest there or not, it was it was a form of, you know, therapy in some sense in that we were just, it was a lot of talking and we ex- explored a lot of really real topics, you know, about mental health, careers, life, really, you know, we, we open up a box in these episodes and we've had or I'll speak for myself. I've had a lot going on personally for me the last year, but specifically since our last episode, and it has been difficult to to do our our pods, and I, I miss them. I miss sitting down and talking to you just one on one and getting our dad and son time, and I miss you know getting to know guests and really kind of pushing that that limit of who we can interview and how deep we can get and the stories we're able to share. So I'm now making a concerted effort that, yeah, whether or not we have a guest or not, we will continue to have our podcast together because whether or not we got a guest, we could still get it going. Well, I'd like to, I'd like to think that a guest is optimal, but we don't need a guest. I think we have stuff to talk about that hopefully our audience would be interested in. I think so. Yeah. And I'll share your sentiments um, on two fronts. Number one, I really miss doing the podcast because it's time with my son, which is when you're a father, you'll realize it's precious and um, it's something I really enjoy just sitting down and and doing something with you. There aren't that many things we do together, right? Because we're 
we're doing different things in our lives and we yeah. don't live together. So this is our chance to spend some time together. It's fun for me. I, I have a very routine eyes life. My life is work, uh, particularly in the era of Zoom, where I'm not traveling a whole lot to yeah. the office. I'm spending you know, most of my days in my office on the Zoom doing my mediations and my life is pretty routine. It's not a routine life, but it's, right. I have a, I have a routine. So the podcast was something for me that was something different that broke me out of my routine that introduced me to new people. And so I missed that aspect of it. And yeah. I agree with you that to a large extent, talking to other people about their lives and what's going on in their lives is a form of therapy for us Yeah, because we get to, explore different things. And I think maybe more so for you than for me, but definitely there is a therapeutic aspect yeah. of uh, sharing stories. Yeah. No, I think, I think it's like that for both of us. I think just in general, the ability to connect with new people, that's like, I think it's talked about a little bit in the recent Jonah Hill uh, documentary with his therapist, where mm -hmm. they talk about just like connecting with the world like you make you it makes you feel like your problems aren't the only problems and there's just a bigger world out there that you're a part of and it kind of gives you hope and so i think you know we both miss that aspect of connecting with each other and just connecting with the world and new people right so i'm glad that we're here and and, and i've mentioned this before just on that same topic though is a lot of our guests have been people uh much more in line with your demographic than mine which I, yeah. to me, is a positive. Yeah, I talk to people of my demographic. For me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, I talk to my demographic all day, every day in my mediations. I'm talking to lawyers and clients and and people who who generally are my demographic in the broad sense. Yeah. So to be able to talk to a a 20 year old, a 25 year old, a 30 year old, an entrepreneur, someone who is in sports, someone who's branching out to you know, in terms of a new aspect of their life. To me, that is really cool for me. We're we're keeping you young. We're keeping you in the know. It's a struggle, you know. Yeah. No, we're we're doing well, but we're back. And and part of you know, you know, I know people kind of use New Year kind of resolutions as some people hate them, some people love them. I'm somewhat indifferent or in between, but I do think, hey, it is the start of a new year. It is the start of some new chapters for me personally, and I want to make a concerted effort to build this into each of our schedules. So yes, I will still continue to push to have guests. I have a few people waiting just to schedule. I, I really, you know, I, I hunt people down. I'll, they'll say yes, and then I'll hit them up. They'll say, oh, next week. I'll hit them up next week. They'll say, oh, next month. I'll hit them up. Like, Guess I'm coming, but regardless of if we have a guest, we're going to make time okay. to do these because they're important. Yeah. Uh, speaking of New Year's resolutions, since it's early January, I'm not a, a resolution person. I yeah. think your mom is. She yeah. likes to every New Year's Eve, she talks about resolutions, but I can't think of a New Year's resolution that I've ever made that I've ever kept. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've never had grand New Year's resolutions and maybe... Uh, you shouldn't make grand ones. You should make little resolutions. But, you mm -hmm. know, I've had resolutions about stretching more. Yeah, never you definitely that. have not followed through with that. <laughs> Trying to connect with more old friends, and I haven't done a great job with that. But I'm not a big resolution guy, and I think to the extent I've made New Year's resolutions, I haven't really been very good at mm. following through with them. Well, do you think what, – what do you think that's a product of? Do you think it's – oh? 
New Year's resolution, New Year's is just a time where people pick to do things, but then don't follow through, or is it the actual you're doing it throughout the year? So it, it's I, it's not I, as I important on that I, date. I think it's as simple as I'm not very good at keeping New Year's resolutions. I tend to be a creature of habit. I'm a real mm-hmm, creature of mm-hmm. habit. And, but when can you start a habit then? Oh, that's true. I can develop new habits. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. We'll see. I'm a little bit kind of in between on them because I do think it is possible. It's nice to have set goals and kind of, like I mentioned, a way to create a habit, a way to start a habit. You know, I do believe you could start whatever middle of the year. You know, some people have different levels of discipline. So that's, that's tough. But for me personally, New Year's has always fell or at least when I've been of age to really take New Year's seriously or resolutions, it's always in the off season right? where, you know, I'm either, I have some break of time. And most recently in the last six years, I've been a professional soccer player. And so that's like your time to recharge. You're about to start a new preseason. So it is kind of the start of a, you know, new chapter, whether or not it's in the calendar year or not. Right. And so inherently you kind of look at the year. So for me personally, I actually kind of like it as an opportunity to set goals, set intentions. I like to have kind of tangible goals, like, you know, meditate five times a week, something like that, where it's like, that's measurable. And then something that's a bit more abstract, like, you know, network more with creatives or something where that's not something that you could check off a you know a tally list but it's something that's a bit more conceptual and i like to keep a piece of paper write those down in the beginning of the year and i still have ones from 2021 2020 and it is cool to see some of my evolution of like some of these intentions and goals of really like you know following through with them like a bit more of the abstract ones especially like pushing myself creatively and in the networking sense i feel like i've been able to do those and it's opened up a lot of new doors which i think is kind of cool so it sounds like you are i'm pro you're pretty decent at if if, call them resolutions call them goals but you're pretty good at actually setting them and following through better than me i don't know if we need to compare it like that well i've been very open that I'm not very I'm not very good at setting goals and I'm not very good to the extent I may I set them at and following through. Sounds like you follow through to I, a large degree. I mean I guess you could say that. I'm wondering I, if that's a function of just our different personalities or a function of our different ages and where we are in life. I was gonna say I think it's a much more a factor of where we are in life and I mean you've been in a career for 30 years plus Correct. and you're not seeking a a lot of new accomplish or I mean correct me if I'm wrong but I'm still very much trying to kind of find something that will bring me passion and a livelihood for my life and I think it's maybe just a different mentality yeah I think you know if life is a journey you're much earlier in your journey than I am in mine obviously and uh so probably changes your mindset in terms of of what you want to do along the way of of your journey you've got a lot more steps to take on your journey than i do yeah that's one way that's one way i'm not saying i'm not it's not over we're getting we're getting real right now no i you know it's one of the things i say in a mediation when people are in a negotiation 
and we're at the beginning stages of a negotiation and the parties are really far apart and they're frustrated because one side is really high in their demands and one side's really low in their offers and it's very early. And when someone's, oh, they're so high or they're so low, I tell people, you know, life in life, we're all kind of set, headed for the same destination eventually, I think. So in life, it's not so much the destination that counts. It's the journey that counts. It's what you do along the way to that final destination that we're all headed to. In negotiations, it's really the destination that counts, the ultimate number that the parties can agree upon. Well, that's different. really all that matters. So if the journey is tortuous, if it's long and hard and slow and painful, yeah, that's not great. But if you get to the right destination at the end, if you get to a settlement of your case, who cares about the journey? So, uh, you know, you're more in the beginning of your journey or towards the middle. I'm, you know, towards the middle. <laughs> towards the middle as well. So but, yeah. But life is great. <laughs> we got there yeah. wow no i mean yeah i think that was well said remember we were listening to the pot uh, pot the end of a pot i wanted you to listen yeah. to the end my of dad in a car ride to wine country yesterday for for actually something you could give a little bit of info on yeah maybe we'll say that well we're going to wine country for a table read where my dad is is starring in his first feature as an actor but yeah my dad put on the ending segment of a podcast just randomly throughout the drive put a break in the music maybe uh you know just switch up the vibe and it talked about some real shit just <laughs> the fact that you know we're all have a limited time on earth and nothing is permanent and it's important to live life to the fullest and it was very yeah very you know real and talking about this perspective of life and how to approach it and really to to take it take it for what it is and make the most of it because it, it, it goes by fast yeah, i think no, that was the, the thing that it, is, that's what he it said. goes, it by, goes fast. by fast yeah it, it was a guy who is probably in his 40s or so and he was reflecting back about how he was thinking about you know how old am i going to be when it becomes 2000 and what will i accomplish and he goes, I can remember that as clear as day, having those memories of the year 2000 coming upon us. And now we're at 2023 and it's gone by so fast. How do we get from 2000 and thinking about, you know, I'm going to be 22 when I'm it's 2000. Now it's 2023. It's gone by so yeah. fast. So you got to just embrace life. I mean, it's cliche, right? But it's really, it's really important to keep that in mind. No, I mean, holy shit. Like I'm about to be 30 and a little over a year that's crazy it is crazy i feel like i'm a, a kid <laughs> i still am a kid but well it's odd for me when people say you have kids yeah how old are they They're 31 31 28. And 28 yeah that, that just not does not roll off the tongue that's crazy it's crazy well here we are or maybe just for our own therapeutic purposes it's it'd be good for us to talk about what our journey of life has been like over this last six month hiatus, whatever the the time was that we haven't potted since. And I'll speak for me personally first, <laughs> you know, to keep it a buck. It's been a tough, <laughs> been it's not, it's been a roller coaster. It's been a roller coaster of a six months or so, just to kind of give you guys some context. And I know 
we've we glossed over some of these things throughout the the pods of this year where you know I picked up an injury and played through some pain and it got worse and then I rehabbed and got back into training felt some more pain went out again and you know essentially I was dealing with this injury the entire year I'm still currently dealing with it pursuing different medical opinions I just am still not healthy I still I'm not playing since the last game of the season. I have not been able to play soccer for fun, go on a run, do a diversity of workouts I would normally do. You know, I've been going to physical therapy weekly. I've done steroid injections in my pubic bone. I've done steroid injections in my gracilis, which is like your groin. Um, And I've done rest. I've done a lot of things and it, it has not gotten to a point where I can compete at a professional level. And that's been a a challenge in itself. um, Just trying to get back on the field, you know, also add into the different context of it was really my only opportunity to, to prove that I deserve another year on my contract. Um, Nothing is guaranteed in this league as a professional athlete. And, you know, I felt that I needed to play to, to continue my career. And unfortunately I didn't get an opportunity to play. I really tried to push through pain to do so. You know, I took over the counter prescription or not over the counter. I took prescription anti-inflammatory meds for three months to end the season, just to give myself any sort of chance to get on the field. Even while taking those meds, I was still in pain, not able to, you know, be myself fully. And so, yeah, it was, it was cool to be on the field for our last game of the season, which unfortunately we lost to the ultimate champions. But I mean, yeah, that's, I don't want to go too into this right now because I want to talk more in depth about it later, but yeah, that was the last game of my professional career, my professional soccer career. And yeah, I'm transitioning into other things right now. And that's also been a complex time dealing with, you know, somewhat of a shift of identity really. And just kind of all I've known my whole life um, and now kind of moving into this new just phase and just like embracing some of my other interests and passions and really kind of figuring out what I want to do with my life. Well, you, you've been very involved. One of the things that you have been involved in that I've been involved in is the neighborhood sports club. Yes. This is actually, I would would much rather go into more detail about this, but yeah, also probably the, the thing that saved me this year, honestly, was the launch of, this business that I've co-founded with two of my best friends, Dylan and Jordan's called Neighborhood Sports Club. You may have seen me talking about it on social media, or I hope you have, because I've been pushing it on there hard and wearing it all the time. But yeah, that is something that's been really a silver lining of this year and something that I've been able to use as an outlet in a lot of ways. But it's a really exciting business. And I think I've mentioned it on the pod before, our, our vision to open a facility with a couple small sided fields, a cafe bar, retail space, studio space, essentially the cultural and community hub for the soccer community and looking to do that here in Oakland. But also we have our own branded merchandise. We have pop-ups that we've been doing this last year. That's been really cool to grow this community. We now are activating weekly pickup. We're looking to activate a league soon, potentially have some sort of brick and mortar in the, in the next few months. We have our biggest collection yet coming out very soon, which hint, hint, he may be uh, starring in a production involving that coming up. And it's called a teaser. 
right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. We also just kind of tease Neighborhood Stories, which is a new content series that we're going to be doing where we're highlighting people in our community. Really, this business is an opportunity to combine a lot of my passions, whether it's soccer, business, creative side of things, clothing, community. You know, it really is. So it feels like a calling and something that I'm really excited to, you know, continue growing and kind of using as a vehicle to do some of these really kind of cool, impactful things in the the soccer world and the soccer culture. Really, we're looking to impact the culture. And dad, you have been, you know, one, our lead investor, but also, I mean, like he's helping us move everything for the, for the pop-ups. You are literally our biggest supporter in this and you've had front row seats to everything and it's not possible without you honestly and yeah just i appreciate you this last year i hope you know that no no, i do know that but as much as i can be you know in my own world i really do hope you understand how much i appreciate you no i I do and it was going to be one of the things that i mentioned about my the last half of 2022 has been, you know, there's been a lot going on, but one of the highlights for me is being able to help you and Dylan and Jordan, your partners in the neighborhood sports club, just helping out in any way I can, which is pretty much doing kind of grunt work and helping set up events and helping move stuff and helping store stuff. To me, that's really fun. I work with my brain all day, every day, seems like, and I really enjoy just being a helper, just doing some physical work that allows you and Dylan and Jordan to kind of do your events and do your thing that's public facing. I like yeah. to be behind the scenes, just helping out in any way I can. That's actually fun for me. Yeah. It's, it's surprisingly fun to be doing physical, just those yeah. are your workouts. Those have been your workouts. They've been my workouts. It, and it's it, it's it's good physically for me to do that stuff. But I also think it's it's mentally therapeutic or just fun yeah to help a bunch of young folks try to start a business yeah uh and that's the only way i can contribute i'm not going to contribute creatively i'm not going to be able to contribute in terms of the content stuff that you're doing hey you are about to be a major contributing factor content wise i I creatively i guess this is the way i can help the most is just being an extra set of hands and, yeah. and, and that's fun for me actually. So yeah. uh, I appreciate the thank you. And it's, it's a labor of love. You know, it's what every parent likes doing yeah. helping their kid in any way you can. Well, it's been fun. It's been really fun for us. Fun to have you so close by and so involved really not. I, I mean, rarely are there kids who have their dads literally hands-on helping them start a business you know, something literally through labor, uh, manual labor, helping us start a business. And yeah, it's been, you know, like I said, a challenging year, but also a really fun and exciting kind of six months with the things that have been happening with Neighborhood Sports Club. And we feel like we're really on this exciting path, developing a really authentic brand and a real community of people looking to, you know, do things soccer related, whether it's fashion whether it's watching games whether it's having a coffee and just creating that vibe where people can all gather and embrace why we all love soccer and football you know right the fun part for me is i like i was never an entrepreneur i've worked for a law firm and then a a big mediation company so i'd never 
I never did anything uh, entrepreneurial. So it's, again, fun for me. It's a new experience for me to watch a bunch of relatively young guys who have an idea, a concept, and literally taking it from the ground floor and trying to pursue a passion and, a, and an idea. And that's really fun to watch. Yeah. It, and sort of it's an insider's view as to how to grow a business. Yeah, it's definitely a learning process. I'm curious to our, our listeners, viewers, if there's any interest in learning about our process of growing this business as a startup of, you know, being behind the scenes, gaining more insight to that, because, you know, I would be open to talking about it. I, you know, I really do have always loved the business side of growing startups and kind of that world and now combining that with things that I'm actually passionate about makes it even more fun. But yeah, we are growing a startup. It is very much the startup vibe where we are doing sales, we are doing marketing, we are doing accounting, we are doing literally everything ourselves. And so it's a great learning experience, but also, you know, is a reality check into how difficult it is to to start a business, to grow a business, to have a you know, both a digital and a physical business. They are ha working with uh, the city, working with tax impl implications, you know, talking about different manufacturers and all. There's just a lot. There's a, no. there's a lot. Also, you know, we ha have a very, well, I don't think it's complex in terms of our business model, but there's a lot of different pillars to our business, you know, in the current state that it's in not having a physical space and then also in the journey looking for physical real estate and just the ability to activate in a real location you know that's a different aspect to what we're doing with our content what we're doing with our apparel where we can send that all over the world or it can be seen all over the world while also making an impact in our community which right. is something that's at our core as a business so yeah, it's interesting to watch when when Dylan and Jordan, I don't know, it was a year, maybe two years ago, probably two years ago, came up with this idea of a neighborhood sports club of some local place for Oakland soccer community to to meet and hang out and not only play, but to socialize. I thought, okay, that's kind of a cool idea, but it probably remained just a cool idea. It will unlikely ever come to fruition because a lot of grand plans and ideas kind of die on the vine so i i never really thought to be totally candid that you'd get this far frankly because it is such a big undertaking yeah. it's not like let's open up a little store and sell t-shirts which is kind of a big idea in and of itself but your your plans are much broader and grander than that and i thought yeah. wow they are they are taking a big bite out of the apple here and it's going to be hard and it's going to take patience and perseverance and persistence. And I didn't know whether the three of you kind of had that in you, frankly, because it's your three soccer players who are now going in a different direction, even though it's soccer related, yeah. it's so different than what you've ever done. Any of you have ever done I'm before. Aware. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of you guys. Very proud of you guys. Well, let's check in now. You, you know, spoke about what your thoughts were a year and a half ago. Now, how do you see the vision and the same ambition from us? Does it seem more realistic now that we've been able to execute what we have in the short span of our time? It it, it does seem more realistic, yes. But Ooh. no, uh, to be honest, you know, finding a brick and mortar facility in Oakland that suits your needs that you can afford is a tremendous undertaking. Yeah. 
No, it is. I mean, you see it right now with the Roots trying to find a stadium. You've seen it with other business of this scale looking to do similar things. But, you know, we are not discouraged. We are very hopeful. We are having actually a meeting with our, I don't know if this needs to be said, but we are, long story short, very much still on the search and have a lot of very intriguing leads that we are pursuing. But we are running short on time here, Dad. Okay. We will, you know, let's give the people a little bit of a teaser also yeah we will we will be back on the pod soon i'm not sure when i'm going to release this maybe early february and we can continue to expand on all these subjects just weekly in our just check-ins whether or not we have a guest or not we're back we're the boys back. are back excited to be back love you dad marathon minute love you too max yeah this it's is fun good to be back it's good to be With back microphone yeah okay happy new year everyone happy new year Talk soon.